Hi guys, welcome to the third segment of Pause of Patriarchy. I'm Pavitra Mova, your host from the Bay. I'm here today with our co-host Parnitha Jitendra. We're so excited that you decided to tune in. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us and hopefully become a part of our community of useful minds working to overcome our struggles together. Hey guys, so for today's segment, we are joined with Trisha to bring more attention to the LGBTQ plus community so that we can elevate our society to bring more aware and supportiveness. Hi guys, I'm Trisha. I'm 17 years old and I go to Cal High. We're so glad that you can be here with us today and share your story. Uh, We know that one's sexual orientation or gender identity can be a sensitive topic for some people as it may be information that they may not want to disclose right off the bat. It takes time to come to terms with it and be open with your story. I've known Trisha for a while now, and I know that she's pretty open with her sexuality among friends. Um, So Trisha, has this always been the case? What has it been like for you after coming out? How did your friends and family react? Um, I first figured out I liked girls in seventh grade and I liked my first girl in like PE class. And before that, I never really liked boys ever. I never really cared about liking boys, but I noticed that I loved like specific actresses on TV. Like for example, um, Shay Mitchell and Priya Liars and like other (laughs) queer um, representation in media. For example, Hailey Kiyoko's Girls Like Girls music video, that all those kind of media representation, it kind of opened a piece of me that I kind of didn't really know about. And I was like, oh my God, I finally relate to this. Like, I first um, came out to everyone, officially, like, in eighth grade. And I was like, I need to start coming out to people. So I came out first to my twin sister, and then I came out to my closest friend. And it was really awkward, because I never really talked about who I liked ever. So when I first came out to them, they were like, oh, wait, you like girls this whole time? (laughs) And so, um, yeah, it's been really hard, kind of, in especially in those early years, um, accepting myself and, like, broadcasting this part of myself to others but it's getting way more easier through the throughout the years as we go so um while coming out shouldn't be the case for everyone i honestly think that it's super unfair that people even have to come out suggesting that uh, there's a notion that every single person is straight or cis and that people are changing from that when that's really not the case so due to the your experiences of coming out, do you think it's contributed to how open you've been in your workplace, your school, or with new acquaintances? Oh yeah, definitely. And I completely agree with you about that the point where you have to come out. Like I feel like it's so weird that if you like girls, you like boys, or like you just have to come out as something. Like, I mean, if you're you don't no one comes out as straight, you know. <laughs> so um, but it, like when I come out to people it definitely, like, I become close to them, and, like, it's way more, um, the interactions I have with them are more genuine, like, when we talk about who we like and stuff, it just opens a part of myself, and they can see a bigger part of who I am, and, like, I, I definitely feel friends who I came out to are one of my closest friends, my most closest friends, and I don't really tell people unless they ask about it, like, people, a lot of people assume straight, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I'm not so yeah and like like I've said I've known Trisha for a while and I guess she doesn't fit the mold of I guess being by like you you think that she's I guess what 
society consists of like normal or straight um so that's something that's you know that I've always known about her and you know this idea of having to announce that you're one sexual orientation instead of the other that's something that shouldn't be there in the first place unless someone you know wants to do it for themselves but you know that's just the society we live in and so I know that the environment and the people that surround you certainly can impact your openness with your sexuality um the more accepting your friends and family are the easier it is on you to be true to yourself um Trisha you mentioned that you've always been comfortable about your sexuality amongst the people around you um do you think there has ever been problems that you have faced because of discrimination based on your sexual orientation either at school or just in your community and have you been able to cope with these problems I wouldn't say discrimination based on my sexual orientation. It's in school. I don't really tell people unless they ask again. Um, but within my friends, definitely not. Like, they're just so open about it and they just love me for who I am. But it's more like I have personal problems, like, with accepting myself. Because you see your friends and, like, the people around you get into relationships with guys. And, like, you get pressured by that a little bit because you're like, when is my turn going to come? Or, like, when am I going to get the chance to, like, love someone? And I feel a lot of pressure from that, a lot, like, a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> I realized that, um, like, my time will come. I just have to wait because I can't force anything to happen, like, that I'm not comfortable with, you know? And it's just not, it's not discrimination. It's just um, problems I have accepting myself sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. That like, but it's it's really rewarding to hear that discrimination is not that common in the area that you live in and that it's more of a personal thing. But unfortunately, we do know that discrimination does exist in the LGBTQ plus community. And that's often because the community does get misrepresented or even underrepresented in the media. So do you think there is starting to be better representation of the community in the media? Or how do you think it would impact the constant discrimination that people face due to their sexual orientation or gender identity? Um, I think it's definitely improved. You see a lot of shows like Atypical, um, Euphoria especially, and you see a lot of queer representation in those shows. And it's really great. I love this. Like, two of my favorite shows because of that and like I just think there should be way more um lesbians or like queer people on tv and more couples like that because it feels like when you're watching straight movies and stuff you just feel like you don't relate to it and like when you see for example Rue and Jules in Euphoria or like Izzy and Casey in Atypical you're like oh my god <laughs> that's that's me like I feel like that also like for our community when we see couples like that it's, a, it's such a big deal. Like, we obsess over it forever. Like, you know, when in Glee, Brittany, and Santana, people are still <laughs> thinking, like, people are still talking about that. People think we, like, idolize that couple. Um, yeah, it's just really important. We love seeing queer representation. Yeah, and I know that you mentioned earlier about Shane Mitchell, and I think Pretty Little Liars it was. That was the first time even I, like, I guess, saw queer representation in the media because I was always like I was brought up in like more of a conservative kind of family so that discussion wasn't always open to me I think that was the first time that I kind of saw that change in media and I know that that's been an influence for a lot of people in the LGBTQ community um, so for example there's definitely a stereotype as to how 
Gay Males Act, um, which in turn, I guess, relates to toxic masculinity of some sort. And that is certainly not an accurate representation. Unfortunately, the lack of an inclusive curriculum within our education system obviously does not help the problem. Um, in our history classes, you know, we learn a lot about straight culture. Not a lot is taught about, you know, the journey of the LGBTQ people. And as a result, you know, many may think that being of a different sexuality is something new and dangerous. Where in reality, like being of a different sexuality has always been very prominent. It's just that people didn't have the resources or the courage to come out and talk about it. So Trisha, do you feel as though incorporating an inclusive curriculum that increases LGBTQ representation within the education system would make a school more comfortable and safer environment? Uh, I wouldn't say in the curriculum. It's more like, like I know in college you take, you can take classes like um, LGBT history and stuff, but for curriculum wise, I wouldn't say there's anything. I mean, I guess you could, but it's more like school events and like being way more accepting it as a society in general, because I think sexuality is not something that is a big deal at all. Like people can love who they want to love. I don't understand why we have to come out in the first place or like make it such a big deal. But like definitely I've seen a lot of queer people say it on Twitter or like anywhere else. Um, when we're talking about like sex ed and stuff, no one ever talks about um, the queer side, LGBTQ side of it, you know? It's always um, about straight yeah. people and like how you do it. And so that could be improved on definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like it's super common and like we only talk about like the straight side or the cis side and it's kind of unfair assuming that every single person is straight or cis. And I definitely think that this education system, well, at least sex ed could be improved to address other people and to address the LGBTQ community because it's super unfair. So apart from being a part of the LGBTQ community, many struggle with mental health. As a South Asian woman myself, I know that that there's a lot of cultural oppression and stigma around LGBTQ people. This may be due to the fact that our parents themselves weren't educated on diversity that comes with sexuality. How has your experience shaped you? I definitely had an accepting family, but Mm -hmm. mental health wise, seeing everyone around you getting into a relationship and you just feel alone a lot of the time. It's not about the cultural side. It's more about like finding your person. And I just like a lot of queer people like me, we just, it's kind of hard finding people and you don't have a lot of choices if that's a word to say, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, if you're straight, you have half the population to look at. But when you're queer, you have it's just a small portion of the community that's LGBTQ. So you're looking at like a third of the population maybe. So it's kind of hard finding your person in that. And that's kind of affected my mental health that way where you're like, where's my person? Where, when am I gonna fall in love? When am I gonna meet someone? So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so like apart from that, I think it's always easier to have friends that are of a different sexual orientation because I know that most of Trisha's friends are straight. Um, you know, we are part of the same friend group. But, you know, it's, it, it might be hard on her because she can't necessarily find someone that she can relate to from that aspect. You know, obviously, it's a lot harder to, you know, relate to someone with straight people problems. Um, yeah, so... Thank you so much, Trisha, for sharing your story. Um, You know, we know that it's obviously not easy to speak out about this, but we appreciate you being so open about it. Um, You know, 
like we said, cultural oppression and stigma is, especially within the South Asian community, is, you know, such a taboo and people have such a hard time coming to terms with it, having family members that respect it or even how to react to it. Um, you know, as a growing society, we should all learn to be more adaptable and accepting. Uh, no one should be discriminated against because of, you know, their sexuality, just like no one should be discriminated because of their color. Once again, we hope that anyone dealing with mental health issues spurred by discrimination against their sexuality can reach out and take that first step in seeking help. It is hard, but it's definitely possible. Talk to your loved ones or anyone else that may share a similar story. Um, you know, you are not alone in this battle. It is important to stay true to yourself despite the consequences as that is your right. So for further resources, you can check out our website at enabled-minds.com. Thank you again, Party for hosting and Trisha for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you.